1: And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake.
4: And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. I, I can night. hear you. It's a miracle. <laughs> if you listen to You yeah. guys better be careful <laughs> now. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, yeah. We're bragging. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, after yesterday's show, which was, uh, we, we thank you if you listened to it and came back today. So we're doing okay so far today. But it's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers. Yeah, it was we not
2: had... the content of the show. It was the technical. Yeah, we it, had we
4: technical had... difficulties. Yes, as they say. Yes, we did. And how. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, but anyway.
5: You took that very, uh, very well. I, I was proud uh, of you. After so you many well, he
2: didn't, yeah, he didn't cry this time. Yeah, usually
5: mm-hmm. he goes hysterical. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I was hysterical. But he was cool. I was hysterical inside. I was.
2: it's a little, it's a little frustrating. Aside. More frustrating than. Yeah, you
5: kind of knew what had happened. Yeah, then
4: right? there was oh, nothing we could that. do. So, but anyway, hey, listen, a big success yesterday was the blood dry. All right, Melberger's you know, quarterly blood dry was a big success. With uh, I got these statistics: uh, 55 collections.
2: Wow. wow! Did you finally get in?
4: Yeah, I got in oh, wow. I got in pretty much as they were closing the bus. huh. And uh
2: and then uh the Master Gardener Curtis. Yeah. He uh came without an appointment and they got in him him and in, in a relatively quick. Oh time. yeah,
4: they're they were really working. They they started at ten, which means they actually started much earlier, but taking donations and seeing people and they weren't through. I left here at three. And it was straight. I mean, so that's, what, two, five hours, pretty much. Every
2: one of those folks got an HEB gift certificate yep. and a Milberger's gift certificate.
4: Yep. And Milberger's actually doubled the gift certificate, which a lot of people were interested in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, there was 20 this time. So uh, I encourage you to keep an eye out on MilbergerNursery.com, and you'll learn all about all the stuff uh, that's happening at the nursery. We've got an event coming up on the 16th. Actually, a couple different events. One is the adult uh, gardening class taught by David Rodriguez. We'll tell you about that. That's coming up, and then our rodeo celebration where the rodeo tomato is is honored and celebrated here with music and balloon animals and face painting and food and all kinds of fun. Well, that's on the 16th too.
2: Yeah, Trace let out a secret.
4: Do we have them? Yeah,
5: they're
2: in the greenhouse.
5: Oh, they're in the greenhouse. I didn't know that. Did you check them out? Uh-uh.
2: Uh-uh. I didn't either. We, we you, One of us will have to go look at them and make sure we're not. <laughs> Trace may be no, setting no. us Trace, up.
5: Trace, Trace told me that. He had that little sheepish grin on his face because. I the, wonder when they got here. Uh, last week. Oh. Uh, and it's probably. the fact
2: that they're it, in it the greenhouse it. is an indication of uh, that you got to treat these tomato plants a little different than this time of the year. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, this is still January. <laughs> well, and I'll, yeah.
4: I'll give you the weather forecast in just a second, yeah. which will really tell you to treat them <laughs> nice. So, yeah, to so, protect,
5: them out, them. protect them, keep them out of the wind and uh, pot them up so they and,
2: can and full, uh, yeah, full span. And uh, the the exact instructions are on my, in the, my article yesterday in the Express News Plus. Uh, accounts at uh, PlantAnswers.com too.
5: Yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna have to put that on. Uh, I'll do that this week. Uh, see, I don't get ahead of the rodeo. Uh, talking about the rodeo tomato like you've been you've been like hurt other people. I you've might been burned. Call.
2: Well, but but he gets vengeance though because if somebody gets ahead, who's the chief photographer of the? <laughs> Rodeo tomatoes.
4: <laughs>
5: oh,
2: so he's got some nice photos of rodeo tomatoes that didn't make it into the
5: uh, to the paper. Yeah, I sent them late. But uh, uh, this year's uh, rodeo tomato, we have a uh, picture uh, that'll be on PlantAnswers.com. Okay, uh, this week by this week, probably by the middle of the week. Uh, I i we didn't we didn't get any well, we got a few uh ripe tomatoes to take pictures of yeah. like I usually do but uh the pictures of the rodeo tomato that'll be on plantanswers.com dot com is growing in a container hmm twenty gallon container,
2: so does it show the foliage you don't, don't yeah it show shows
5: a little bit of the okay. foliage, but it's caged
2: yeah 'cause that but that one of the isn't that one of the selling points of this tomato? Is that it's got a good strong yeah. foliage? Big, yeah, we, to, big tomato too?
5: Yeah, we always do. Uh, we always. Uh, that's one of the prime criteria is is is, is, is uh, foliage, because uh, in the spring, in the spring, if you walk out in the garden and you can see all the tomatoes on the plant. There's a good chance that they're going to sunburn. No. Oh. So uh,
2: nothing uh, worse than suntan uh, sunburn. <laughs> tomatoes, I mean, no. yeah, actually
6: cause they uh,
5: literally cook it. on the vine. But uh, the, these are uh, are evaluated without cages, uh, adverses, because uh, they they don't want to fool with the cages again. But uh, that's the best way to grow them, by the way, is, is in cages. But uh, in a commercial operation, they have uh, have some reservations about using cages. Well, they're them about the manage. They know they know they increase the yields uh-huh. and everything, and can keep them from rotting,
2: and increase the labor requirements. Huge. Yeah, huge yeah. storage.
5: Okay. Yeah, and uh,
2: even 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 as home gardeners that uh, rely on a lot of tomato cages yeah uh, they're uh, they're not easy you gotta plan for them you gotta get them in secure them. yeah uh, big even with all that the uh the big wind comes and <laughs> you can have' them piled up
5: yeah some of the, uh, the the interesting thing about the the farmer is they 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 agree that it uh increases yields and everything. But what happens uh, is uh, they, you know, they on the tomato cages they put uh, push uh, use concrete reinforcing wire, and they put puts the bottom prongs, two prongs, into the soil. Yeah. And uh, so the, the, after <laughs> irrigation all all season and everything,
2: prongs are rusted Those
5: prongs break off. When they take the cages up. And uh, uh, those prongs.
2: They don't work when they lay down, huh?
5: (laughs) Those prongs stick into the tractor tire. Yeah. And uh, when they're they're reworking the field, and those rusty prongs stick into the tractor tires, and that could cause them to have to have a tractor tire uh flat fix which uh gives them downtime on production and uh also about a I, I want to say a $100 a tire but I think that's underestimating it. You're right. Well,
2: that's uh, I guess you're and, right. And not everybody does it. There's not there's nothing worse cuz we're all in, been involved in projects and you uh or you schedule your project got everything lined up all the help you need the volunteers for in our case and then equipment breaks down oh uh, yeah and there's all your help standing around there's your fruit that was going to get harvested or your seeds that were erogued and so it's just a it's it's something you want to avoid for sure
5: with a farmer that's uh, that's costing him money but uh anyway anyway uh uh I thought I, when you when you see those big tomatoes in those pictures on PlantAnswers.com this, next week, realize that they're in containers. And uh, I know a lot of our listeners uh, grow tomatoes yeah, in containers. T- yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> and uh,
2: but we also we also have uh, uh, gardeners that do a great job of growing them in. Uh, the garden you oh know, yeah because all we have to do all you have to do is come to the uh tomato contest oh yeah and you had to see that the, that uh there are a lot of gardeners out there that are perfectly capable of uh uh fu- fulfilling the full potential of these uh rodeo tomatoes oh
5: yeah uh, and we were
2: telling them trace you've got them <laughs> hidden away in the gr- in the greenhouse already
7: well they're in there's some in the greenhouse yes yeah
5: are they in? Uh, they all in peat pots? Are they it's, in four the, and a half? This
7: batch is peat pots. Peat pots. And uh, my booking of four and a half inch will probably be, uh, I guess, the following—not this coming week, but the following week. Okay. And so we now. were talking about the rodeo event on the twi- on the sixteenth. Yep, should be a good one.
4: Yeah, it should be. Where they're the stars. We'll Let's have that chili.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh, the chili. We're going to have pony rides? Yay! Pony rides. <laughs> pony rides. I had, I had to
5: tell Not for po- Milton and I. No. I had no, to tell we the, yesterday hippopotamus yesterday rides. Really. That,
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a but weight ha- limit. I would do that. There is a, there limit. Is a weight limit. If there are limit. hippo rides, I am so there. <laughs> 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 yes, there is a weight limit. It says on the, I saw that no, as really I was producing that. the commercial. Yes, there's a weight limit. The poor ponies. They've got a union, <laughs> and they said, "All right." Do you remember what the weight, unit, weight limit I, is?
3: I
2: was considerably less than of us. All four of us here.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what the. I'd, I'd have to ride three at the same time.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or they do a traverse. Isn't that what they used to do? <laughs> oh, drag,
7: drag, you lay oh. across the top.
5: Yeah. That I, I, bet the kids will get a kick out of that. Riding so ponies.
7: should be a, should be a good Where are you going to put them? I don't, I don't think we've figured that out yet. Oh, okay. Uh, they've got to be where it's soft, so it'll probably be down in a, one of the dirt areas. And Roger oh. will be driving
4: the pony train? Come,
7: uh, <laughs> oh!
3: <laughs> Yeah, ponies! <laughs> yeah. I'm
5: sure we'll hear Roger, but no, he'll be
4: driving the, the pony train. The rawhide
2: song yeah. he'll be singing.
4: Okay, yeah. so yeah, what do we have? Break out that are they going to have the
5: p- train?
4: 70-pound no, no. weight limit. 70. Seventy. Seventy. So I need four. Well, one of our, our arms. Sir. Of yeah, I
5: weighed that much when I was born.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and a petting zoo. Uh-huh. And yeah, the petting zoo. Painting. And I'm always happy to hear the Texas weather band coming because uh, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah very,
4: they're really good. Very good. <laughs> Classic country music. Uh, so they'll be perfect for this. Uh, chili Fritos and drinks provided by Nature's Creation from 11 o'clock until the pot runs out. And sometimes that pot runs out. So get here early for that Yeah. Month. And the that's Rodeo legitimate. Tomato, with the proceeds benefiting the Bear County Master Gardener's Youth Gardens Program. So the, the ones that are sold that day. That's pretty, That's nice for the male burgers to do that. Yeah, the um, all the things are free, uh, like the Pony Rides Petting Zoo, Face Pain, not the tomatoes. but um, And a, a donation is encouraged, and that donation goes back to the San Antonio Food Bank. All right. That'll work. And David Rodriguez is here, too. Yes, he is. And yeah. that's next week? That's no, the 16th of 16th. February. Oh, 16th of February. So a couple February. weeks from now. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Not, not next weeks. week, not Second the week, week after. the rodeo, I think. Yeah. And he'll be speaking on spring cleanup in your landscape. All right. And uh, the cost is free. It's from 1030 to noon.
2: Do they have to reserve?
3: No.
4: Nope. Just uh, come on out and be a part of it. Um, no RSV required. No You cost. mean we
2: didn't learn our lesson when we had... Hundred and fifty people. I've never seen so there many cars in that. my whole life. There was <laughs> more than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm there were a bunch over two hundred. Yeah. Oh, it's growing and growing, growing. Yeah, yeah. Just like the extension service, Jerry.
7: <laughs> it was pretty big. Was, I mean, it was. It was quite big.
2: It was. Uh, it was there, there, and
7: there will be plenty of people here.
4: I was here, time.
2: gang. <laughs> <laughs>
8: um.
4: So anyway, okay, yeah. So uh, go to milburger dot com to find out more about that, and um. You can uh, and then yeah, the Earth Kind seminars are very popular, people love them, so wanna encourage you to David does get, a good job. And David does a great job.
7: Get here early, that way you can get a seat, get your and pad spot. and paper out, yeah, parking spot. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Alright, so two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. We are well, going
7: we are supposed to have a freeze coming up here. Yeah. So that uh, there'll be a lot more Stuff that needs to get cut back. So definitely learn how, how, what, when, where to uh, clean up your yard
2: from depending the depending on that freeze. Yeah. How uh, how much it's going to be that that sure brings home that uh, recommendation that Jerry and I have been making about wait, be patient, especially things like uh, oh, limes and, and lemons. lemons. Yeah, because they are starting to uh, they're starting to bud.
4: Oh well, shoot. Wow, but if it's
5: going to be extremely cold, even though they're burnt back, you need to protect the part that's not burnt back. And
2: that's why I cut mine <laughs> last time that there, there was a freeze forecast, because it's so much easier to cover protect a smaller, a smaller plant. plant. So yeah,
4: yeah. So you're getting, um, according to the government, um, low on Monday night is thirty four, so near freezing. Low Tuesday night is thirty three.
2: Is that a, is that it?
7: Yeah, well, but uh, that's better than what they were projecting.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: the, we were noticing that yesterday. That the yeah. uh,
2: the paper they were they were uh, saying thirty.
4: It's going to slide further. Well, years. there may be different predictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And with a shutdown, I don't know. I like yours, Milton. Oh, mine's okay. Yeah, because All right, your, well, yours thank, is, you. thank you. And most
2: <laughs> most things, if it lingers right there, a little above or right at thirty-two, will be okay. Yeah. Well, and this, then the days historically,
7: are, right here, we're always two or three, maybe yeah. even four degrees colder than whatever yeah. their I
2: guess you're kind That's of right. the, the, in the
7: stream bottom. Okay. I, it must be.
4: I would guess, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, if it's We will, the, Okay. Jer, normally, Jerry just jumps in at that point and says, You're, you're right. wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if the prediction is 34 and 33, you might as well anticipate preparing for freeze yeah yeah don't yeah
2: well a lot of it depends on where you live though too that's true because most of our gardeners that were that are dealing with us uh our listeners they they have a long history of dealing with those cold now they get fooled every once in a while Mm -hmm. like the lat that november 14th freeze that fooled a lot of us oh yeah 23 degrees i think
7: they were only projecting 30 or something yeah
2: yeah and it get really the projections kept going down a little bit and some people mobilized but others just said like me said well i'm sure they're overestimating you know <laughs> but they weren't they, yeah they well, were underestimating
4: the parsons school of meteorology is expect 10 degrees either way whatever there the forecast go. is there
7: you go um nothing against weathermen though no
4: no just it's his observations So, what else is going on? What else is coming in? We got the rodeo tomatoes here and the (coughs) We do.
7: um, Quietly. Although I I understand that uh, the cat is already out of the bag. Oh,
4: yeah, in
5: in the paper. Calvin put it in the paper.
2: But we did not. uh, HM 8849. We did not put any pictures there. We just snuck the words in. David David sent me the info
5: said that it's a determinant tomato which means it's well suited for central Texas because the plant grows quickly to full size which is uh, five feet tall if if it's well fertilized uh grows quickly to to um, size and then
2: uh, the Fruit matures.
5: Concentrates on setting and maturing fruit.
2: So that you know, we have so many gardeners that call us and talk about, well, the plant lo- really looks great. Yeah. And there's some fruit on it, but mostly it's just growing a good, good foliage, and that and that's why we recommend these determinate and semi-determinate varieties, because this is a, the tendency; those old-fashioned. A lot of the mostly old-fashioned tomatoes, and a lot of them from the north, and all are, we'll just keep putting foliage on and foliage on in our climate, and then it gets too hot to set fruit. So, yeah. and the reason this
5: is a number is because it's a brand new hybrid. Oh wow! That uh, hasn't been named yet. And can they we, can uh, we do a contest to name it? No. Oh.
2: Like the seed
5: company uh, frowns upon me naming varieties.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that has never stopped you for thirty-five oh, yeah, years. I
5: know. Surefire was one that's really stirred the pot. They didn't oh, like did it.
4: I like Stirfire. Yeah, stir-fire. Surefire. I think that's a good name. Yeah, yeah.
5: but uh, the, the people know it. Nor- they remember Nor- it. North of King didn't think uh, the president, no. who called me of uh, Northrop King, was oh dear, wasn't excited about my name.
3: Hmm. What well, did you want to call it? <laughs> hey,
5: well. uh, G.S. stands for Goldsmith C, and uh, I think it was 49, something like that. G.S. 49. I like Surefire better. Yeah. I do, too.
4: So is this a combination of 88 and
5: 49? <laughs> yeah. All
2: I right. Jerry is used to that, I mean, yeah. you know, through his career. Uh he has gotten a lot of a lot of these phone calls. <laughs> He's even gotten some phone calls for some declarations I've made. Oh, yeah, because yeah, uh, the old. I Prairie buffalo grass. The
5: they best. turned the lawyers loose on me <laughs> over that. Yeah, day. that's, that's yeah.
4: serious at that point. Yeah. yeah. It's all fun and games until the lawyers get involved. I, th- I figured since
5: <laughs> Calvin had put it, already put it in the paper that uh-huh. I would be safe.
2: Except I did not say you can't make <laughs> chicken salad uh, so, out should of should chicken
4: we, feathers.
2: Yeah,
5: should we
4: really keep repeating this? <laughs> 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 okay, so you're ready? I think I'm ready. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the
7: plant of oh, the weekend, weekend, weekend.
4: And then, of course, the plant of the weekend music. Yeah, Which we you missed got? that yesterday. Yeah, yes, we did. Portrait right, was so ready. No, I was we ready. were not <laughs> We were not ready.
7: There's a, I right, so this is a twofer. Because you far. need you need two of them. Oh, uh, so these are uh, kiwis, and they're uh-huh. hardy kiwis, and you have to have a boy and a girl. So male we have female, right? The hardy male kiwi, and then we have a hardy Ken's red female kiwi to go along with it. Um, they should uh, they should work well in our climate, and they are dormant right now, but uh, they're in a four by four by ten inch pot, uh, same size as the hops we talked about. Oh yeah, that's exactly the same. And uh, they run 19 dollars a piece. And, again, you need both. You can't just plant one. Okay.
2: What are they new? They're little vining kind yeah,
7: it's of a, thing. It's a little viney thing, and it puts on that, that fruit that, that well, you buy at H-E-B. I shouldn't have it's said similar. little. It's not a, it's it's not a pretty a, good size yeah, vine. It's good.
5: But, uh, bigger than a grape. The fruit's small. The fruit's
7: not. yeah.
2: Now, as a key, in the old days, uh, if I remember right, uh, we didn't plant kiwi because it uh, the fruit... It was t- too hot or too cold?
5: No, no the, what, cold, the problem think. was uh, you had to plant a male and a female. And uh, the female w- was always hardy, but the male would die, uh, freeze out. And uh, then, then there was nothing to pollinate the female. Well, p- so they would plant. never have fruit.
2: It was an interesting plant, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It,
5: it looks like a grape. Yeah. It looks like a grape uh, material would still. And uh, so now they they supposedly got these uh, that are hardy. And kiwis are good for you. They are? They grow Potassium, vitamin C. I think there's a whole, there's a whole industry uh, in North Carolina, over in the Carolinas.
2: Huh. There's another industry. And I think that's why these were developed. I think Australia and New Zealand.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the U.S.
7: Very cool. All right. So how many do we have? Uh, two? We got so, a pretty good chunk of them. Okay. So uh, I would take a stab at about uh, 50 or 60 of each. There's, there's wow. A, okay. There's a couple of boxes of each.
4: Well, you know, as always, you have a couple of choices. Come on down ASAP. Make sure you get one or two, in this case, for yourself. Uh, but you can also call the nursery at 210-497-3760. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, just say, hey, put aside four for me. Put aside two, six, whatever. Remember, you're doing this in pairs. If you want success.
7: Um, well, they could be unconventional. They could get one boy and two or three girls. Yeah, oh.
5: I
2: think I think th- th- you can do that. too. Oh, cool. Okay, a harem. Uh, I guess they're a harem. Huh? Insect
5: pollinated or something.
2: Well, what? Aren't you a little afraid? I mean. Even even when there was only one boy and one girl in the old days the the boy meant a mysterious death, yeah, so aren't yeah. you a little worried if you got more females than may- boys that that poor male has no chance? no, I don't know, or'll okay. be
7: happy one of the two.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. On those notes, two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero to order yours.
2: Go to the uh, go on the web and, and uh, explore that. Yeah, because those are real interesting plants.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of
5: information on uh, on this new hardy, and it's it's very new to the market. This is the first year you have ever had them. Yes,
7: plant. it is. Uh, we, we had a new supplier. That's why we did the hops and the uh, next. Next week's uh, Plant of the Weekend will also be from them. Oh,
4: cool. okay, all right. Well, we need to take a break. Trace, anything else
7: real quick, or you got it? I think that's good. That C- good deal. Can we throw at the uh, at the rodeo tomato that it would grow better in a purple or red or blue tomato cage? Sure. Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs>
7: By the way, we have the we have purple, red,
4: we have blue, blue, purple or red, and, red and, blue, and blue and green.
2: Well, if and you're going to tomato lose, cages, one one last point the. Certified Butterfly Garden is got it's that, been, it's it's, everything, all kinds of things, blooming dianthus, uh, stocks. Uh, uh, very
7: cool. It's cleaned up, looks pretty good, uh, lots of stuff in there. Well, let's focus
4: on that and when we get back. We'll take a break, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace will be with us. I'm Milton Glick. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulfordy Road. On behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and supporting the blood drive this weekend at Millburgers. It was a big success, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you couldn't come out and you just want to know when the next one is... Well, you keep your eyes tuned to MillburgerNursery.com. Keep visiting and you'll find out all the things that are happening at Millburgers. For instance, you'll find out about the big rodeo fun day at Millburgers on February 16th. Face painting, a petting zoo, pony rides, the Texas weather band playing all kinds of great country western music, food, and the big star the 2019 Rodeo Tomato. By the way, the Rodeo Tomato will be available, and when you purchase it on the 16th, the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardener's Youth Gardens Program. For more information, you know where to go, millburgernursery.com.
9: Bill Wombley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who
10: can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins.
1: The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM,
0: The Answer. 180 over
11: 111, and I had a stroke.
8: I couldn't speak i'd walk.
1: 150
2: over 90, and I had a stroke.
0: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
8: <laughs> Hey, this is Bob Walczewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. This glassy was found. Something written on the guard. Put it into Google Translate. It means sword of art. In the movie *The Kid Who Would Be King*, a London schoolboy named Alex pulls a battered sword out of a crumbling concrete block, and suddenly he has more than school bullies to worry about. This latest reimagining of the King Arthur legend is chock full of magic, silliness, and sword-swinging action. And thanks to some fiery undead knights that rise out of the ground, it can be a little creepy, too. But this pic trumpets a solid lesson of unity and bravery in the face of worldly malice. So I'll give The Kid Who Would Be King a three and a half out of five for family friendliness. For more info, check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Woloszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review.
4: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Give us a call, uh, especially if you've had some success with uh, Kiwis. Let's talk about that, 210-308-8867. Let me take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control, Warren Remy. So if
2: they they call from North Carolina, they can use our pull-free line? They can,
4: 866-308-8867. I don't know if they're calling from australia or new zealand yeah. number to call but, but
2: they uh, if they've had kiwi success they may be from yeah
4: those. hey uh if you're uh, you're too successful having uh, bugs roaches scorpions termites fleas rats mice all those uh, pests and critters invading your home uh, or just a couple of them that are driving you crazy like those crazy ants, then you need to go and call Spider-Man Pest Control and let them help you get rid of those. Warren and Remy, Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control have been doing this since 1976, uh, and they've been helping folks keep termite and pest free. Uh, go Spiderman Spider-Man Pest.com is the website to go learn more. Go Spider-Man and you'll see all the things they do and hear all the success stories. Go Spider-Man pest. Dot .com Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 Your web of protection since 1976. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And toll-free, if you're calling from the Carolinas or anywhere outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. And we were uh, talking about the uh certified butterfly garden before we had to to run to break uh let 's focus a little on that for a second and talk about it. this is year two of the garden right
2: yeah and the uh freeze you know we we traditionally we have uh, butterflies flying twelve months out of the year in our area, and uh, this even with the cold weather, this is no exception there's still butterflies out there and but they're where they 're getting their nectar. Is uh, mostly from the uh, uh, winter annuals, dianthus, alyssum, stocks. Stocks has really been uh, attractive to them, and uh, I see the horse herbs in, in the garden is uh, starting to bloom. Jerry, you should, so you should be happy with it. There you go. But uh, and it, so you could. Uh, could restore your butterfly garden too Uh, i know so many folks uh, planted mistflower and uh, uh, milkweed and uh, porterweed and those those plants aren't going to be blooming for a little while but you can you can provide the sulfurs and the other butterflies that are flying now with uh, nectar with these other other plants uh, dianthus and uh, even pansies they'll go they'll go to the the uh, pansies too but uh then always uh, we kind of forget about stock don't we trace well it's not commonly planted but yeah. uh i think it's it's coming back it's uh it's, it's definitely uh i see the when the people are walking down that road and obviously when they hit that oh, the fragrance smell, hits yeah. them yeah they're looking around trying to figure out what that wonderful fragrance mm-hmm. is and that, that stock you could plant that uh because it, cause it l- likes the cool weather. It's in the same <coughs> league as snapdragons, and you can plant that in the, uh, for the butterflies and have a good cut flowers and also uh, the nice fragrance. And then let's see, they got you've got dianthus in there, alyssum. Those, that that uh, lavender alyssum is really, really showy attractive, too. Uh,
7: all the alyssum that came in this week was uh, extra specially colorful.
2: Mm-hmm. Is this uh, is this the variety the kind, the kind that can take the heat to? No,
7: uh, that's a uh, white stream lobularia, and yeah. Peterson's really the only one that grows that one. Uh-huh.
4: And Calvin noticed you got some blue bonnets.
7: We we have six pack blue bonnets. Okay,
4: yeah, yeah there's quite blue a few. Of them.
2: Look good. Yeah, there are quite a few over there. I was a little surprised because Milton and I know you know when I bought mine, then there was somebody that fo- followed right behind me, and they bought the yeah they bought the rest of them, and then. But then today there's uh the hope house. And, and
7: we got more coming too. So there's uh some some larger sizes coming in this, this Oh, good. And if you uh different varieties, different colors? Uh they won't be the uh the ladybird. They'll be the traditional.
2: Okay. Well, and also lots of different lots of the uh uh of our poppies out there, the mm. maroon poppies. We
7: planted poppies in the uh in the butterfly garden. Oh good. Yeah. That'll be cool. A, yeah. Hope they come up orange. No,
2: poppy's got some more <laughs>
7: rain last night, which was nice. A little bit of rain,
4: yes.
2: Yeah. How much? Got it, about. I don't know. Point. Well, I can check. 0.3 oh. inches is all.
3: Not like more price. than that.
4: Leonard is on the line. Got a question about Satsuma's at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Leonard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
12: I'm doing fine, thank you.
4: Good. What's going on? Uh,
12: My question is, uh, I bought an orange frost set summer out there a couple of weeks ago, and I'm wondering if I could plant it in a large container as opposed to putting it in the ground.
5: Oh, yeah. A lot of people grow them in uh, uh, large containers.
2: Half whiskey barrels, I have a couple. Yeah,
5: half whiskey barrels. Uh, So a uh, a large whiskey
12: barrel or something maybe a little larger would be perfect, huh?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it works well. I use uh, I use regular potting mix. Okay. And uh, the most important thing about uh, growing them in containers is make sure you keep, uh make sure you fertilize them well. A lot of people okay. get them real pretty and green here at uh, Millburgers, and then they take them home, put them in a large container, and then they wonder why after uh, a year or so that they they begin to turn pale green. They, they become pale green instead of dark green. And, uh, okay. and, and that's because they didn't fertilize it. And the best fertilizer to use is Osmocote. Okay. a Slow release, a little, looks like a little BB pellets. And I a a nice Osmocote of Plus, right?
7: We do. Yes, sir. A
2: nice, a nice strategy, a strategy that works really well. Um, uh, Jerry and I argue about the frequency required, but use the osmocote early in the spring, copious amounts, a generous amounts, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I do uh, once a month. I do a soluble fertilizer in a in a container. I just mix a big uh, garbage can full of it, and then I take a uh, about two and a half gallons worth of that, and then put it in the as a it. it doesn't it keeps everything green? It doesn't seem to it, it give any uh, rush of stimulation that no, throws things off.
5: Citrus has what we call flushes of growth. Okay. Uh, they they're not like tomatoes or anything that uh, the more you fertilize them, the more vegetative they grow. They have flushes of growth. Okay. That what, what that side. combination works well.
12: What size can I expect for it to be at, at maturity?
5: In a container, after about uh, three or four years, it'll be uh, ten feet tall.
2: Well, mine aren't. I generally get uh, it's amazing. They kind of get if the you full don't prune them, yeah. I, I generally get about five feet. Is in mine,
5: five a uh, tops out at five feet. Yeah, okay.
2: And uh, of course, they and the, the let's see, the limes and lemons a little sh- smaller, shorter than that because they are, are a little threatened by the cold weather a little yeah. bit more. But I don't know. You, c- you some some folks could get more out of that satsuma. Uh, but that I think that's one of the advantages of uh, the half whiskey barrel. You get. You got enough root system and top there to produce a good crop.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They produce a good. But
2: they don't good don't, amount don't have, of fruit. You don't have to. You don't have a ten or twelve, twelve foot plant right. to deal with. So, Thank I don't you know. So maybe maybe our that, listeners thanks. can let us know too if if uh, how how large their satsumas in containers have got, gotten. The oh, container kind, uh, The container kind of uh, dwarfs it.
5: Makes yeah. it smaller.
12: Yeah. At, at, at what temperature would you bring it inside? Protected.
5: It's Below, Arctic buddy? frost or orange frost?
7: orange.
12: I have orange frost. It's, is, uh, it's orange frost? Is
7: it on its own root system or is it one of the grafted ones? Did you get it's it at Melburgers? Uh, well, I have both.
12: Well, I'm not sure. It's in the th- uh, I bought it up at Melburgers. It's in a uh, three gallon pot right now.
7: Oh, okay. Hey, was it short or was it like three feet tall?
12: It was probably, it's probably, uh, less than t- two feet
7: tall. Okay. So that's, uh, it's on some route. It's on route. Yeah.
5: Okay. Um, I would, uh, I would start protecting it. Oh, 24. Yeah. 24, 25. Yeah. am oh, well, it that, in hey. my mind. That's better Most than I expected.
2: The- oh yeah. They're, they're wonderful. If you're used to lemons and limes, satsumas are, yeah, are easy, yeah really easy a little bit better yeah. Of course, you get you can't get too complacent though too yeah right? yeah. If you get a two days in a row of uh, below freezing temperatures, you, all bets are all right. off. But but most years they don't get phased.
5: In uh, this last uh, we'll freeze, we had 23. Uh, the Arctic frost didn't didn't burn a leaf on it, and the orange frost in Uvalde at twenty three at twenty three or below uh, burned a few of the uh, uh, new growth leaves. Oh, that's not that's not bad at all. But just a little bit. Yeah. It, it's still it's still gonna produce next year.
12: Thank you, sir. Thank you for the answer. Thanks, Leonard.
5: Yeah, Thank you, you for calling.
4: You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take another quick break and uh, get all those out of the way and come back with your gardening questions after this, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullforty Road. On behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and supporting the blood drive this weekend at Millburgers. It was a big success, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you couldn't come out and you just want to know when the next one is... Well, you keep your eyes tuned to MillburgerNursery.com. Keep visiting and you'll find out all the things that are happening at Millburgers. For instance, you'll find out about the big rodeo fun day at Millburgers on February 16th. Face painting, a petting zoo, pony rides, the Texas weather band playing all kinds of great country western music, food, and the big star of the 2019 Rodeo Tomato. By the way, the Rodeo Tomato will be available, and when you purchase it on the 16th, the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardener's Youth Gardens Program. For more information, you know where to go, MilbergerNursery.com.
1: Nobody likes buying tires unless you get a great deal. And that's the only way we roll with the marketplace. At 9 30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Attention, off road truck and Jeep owners. Pick out your 35 or 37 inch BF Goodrich AM3 mid terrain tires. Plus, Bikini Off Road on Eckert will sweeten the offer with four new KCM wheels. The new XD137 FMJ. Total retail price up to $2,900. Your marketplace price only
9: $1,500.
1: See this offer and more on the market. marketplace. Marketplace pay at 930 TheAnswer.com.
13: If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurray, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com
5: Bottom Line Realty Advisors
0: We get the landlord off your bottom line Sweet strawberry icing.
1: You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah. That's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. <laughs>
4: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, quick second talk to you about deck and patio care. Uh, this is a great day to be out on the deck enjoying uh, family and friends. Uh, but if you're not uh, really happy with the way that deck looks, if it looks gray or uh, yeah, just right. doesn't shine or it just, you know, you're kind of putting up with it thinking that uh, there's nothing you can do, you know what, go to deckandpatiocare.com deckandpatiocare.com and check out uh, Barry Hagendorf and his work. There's a great before and after picture which will show you exactly what Barry says was your deck really can look new again Uh, and he's been doing this since 1985 so almost uh, 35 years of helping homeowners. He studied it. He has great sealers uh, and uh, things to make it shine and look great and keep it healthy and happy. So uh, go to deckandpatiocare.com, and And if you just want to check out Barry, give him a call and ask him if he can help you. 210 822 9147. 822 9147 for Deck and Patio Care. You'll be happy with it. Check out the testimonials online, uh, the showcase, all the services that he does. Deck and Patio Care. Dot com by Barry Hagendorf. 210-308-8867. 210 8867 is our number. Trace, you want to talk about the thing that you brought, Calvin?
7: Well, <laughs> when he was talking earlier about how he uh, mixes up his water soluble and carries it around, I, I always try to look at the easier way of doing things. So we sell a, a product called a siphon mixer, and I've got two different versions of it, but... You hook it to the water spigot, and you make a concentrated slurry of the uh, product that you're trying to distribute. And it'll suck it through the water hose. um, So you can actually, kind of like an injector system, like what growing operations would use or like what we use. So you just
2: have a pail of the concentrate.
7: And it it pulls it out at the the rate and, and through the water hose. You yeah.
5: ten? Uh, did you look at the, it was 10 well, to one? There's
7: a booklet in there, and I couldn't open it with. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see. I, and my eye, my glasses aren't on Yes, I'm looking too. Sadly, we.
4: It doesn't open. say ten, ten to one.
7: No, I think it's inside here, and I oh, didn't okay. want to open the package. Yeah.
4: Okay, but it t- it tells you how to make it's, it should. Yeah. Low and swimming. high water pressure powers up to 200 feet uh of hose so well the, tr- the
2: trick here is or the question is which this sounds like it might address pretty well is you want to you don't want to have you know like the hose in sprayer yeah you t- turn it on if you got a container with a uh, full-size lemon tree in there you know you got to get maneuvered so that the spray yeah. doesn't go all over you yeah. want it under there this though is the uh, just the regular hose in, so it'd be just like water and the. It's, it is. It's yeah. just like watering. watering. You just have yeah. to be plus you get the fertilizer the in there.
5: Yeah, the hose. The it's cooked up to the hose. Were well, you saying hose in? That's not at the
2: yeah,
5: front I, of the hose. That's at the base at the, of the. Yeah, hose. This is at
2: the bib. At the bib, yeah. And I talk about the you know like when you, you're watering with your, your hose. You carry you carry that hose there and if you if you uh, set it upright this wouldn't interfere much with it that. Would, wouldn't interfere at all yeah
5: and uh, you can put a put a uh, uh, device on there to cut the hose off sure yeah and uh, w- when it's not flowing a certain number of gallons by that uh, orifice it's not sucking up the fluid. Of course, you, most of the time you use a colorful, like a blue, blue uh, liquid. So, so when you turn the hose on, you can see it. You'll see the blue, the blue
4: water. Is that the answer they're looking for?
7: <clears throat> yes, but not all of them are. This this, uh, is this one. Okay, this is this one. So yeah, that's okay. the they're looking for. So, so how looked, much
2: do these rigs cost? I
4: looked on Google and it's a, a sixteen to one ratio. As sixteen to so
7: one. This okay. one runs nineteen ninety nine, and then there's a, a drum version of it that's a little. It's the old, more closer to the old fashioned one. Yeah, it's a little more expensive. Huh. Very cool.
2: Wow. So um, they trying it out? Yeah, good.
7: You know where I found it handy? Yeah, when I was using something that stinks real bad, like fish emulsion. You don't want to stand next to that, but when it's already diluted and coming out the end of the water hose, it's not so bad.
5: Yeah, oh. that's true.
7: Cool.
4: Yeah, we need to do like a item of the week. You had kind of I mean, started that. No, what we're
5: coming d- up with stuff.
2: I'll get you
4: some theme music. and <laughs> So the item of the week is the siphon <laughs> mixer. Uh, we don't have any music for it, but I'll find that. Just ignore this. This well, the Well, you can have yeah, idea.
2: find some music that's got the water running there or... Of course, that might remind. Well, we did that for the conservation
4: go. item of the week, and uh, when we got to winter and kind of rainy times, we stopped that. But we'll go back to that, I'm sure.
2: They'll think that you're recording at the rest of restrooms, though, if you do that. Oh, water flowing.
4: Yeah, yeah Milburger says has all kinds of cool gadgets. To change, change the subject, okay. Uh, <laughs>
5: we uh, maybe Charles is listening. And we'll... do they have? Do they have any? Do you have any uh, soil drenches? Chemical that can be used as yeah, soil you, drenches. Yeah,
7: uh, there's in the middle of corporate drench uh, called. Uh, let's see, it's fertilome Systemic Drench. Is the name? Is of it. Is it? Yeah.
5: Okay, I got this. Uh, I got this question in from uh, from a lady that, and she she uh, she's been having a hard time with her Asiatic Jasmine dying off. He said, "Asian jasmine now, in the northwest San Antonio, Asian jasmine has, has been a mainstay of the lawn landscape for 25-plus years. The jasmine is great because it cuts the amount of grass I need to care for. Uh, portions of uh, 25-year-old established jasmine began weakening and dying two years ago. <clears throat> now I've heard I've heard of that happening on uh, old established uh, English ivy, English ivy, but I've never heard of it happening on Asian jasmine. Um, and uh, and it started dying two years ago, and now encompassed one entire portion of the bed and whatever whatever it is has jumped over the sidewalk and is now decimating that bed. I have visited Rainbow Gardens and Millburgers, both great resources, sent photos, spoken to master gardeners, but cannot find a definitive answer. My answers have ranged from the life spanned out plants to grub. I have replanted, but uh, the new plants do not establish themselves.
7: Uh, addressing I, that, Asian jasmine is very slow. So yeah, yeah. Right. It takes three years to really establish that and get it to right. function. So She's only had the problem for two years. Maybe the new plants haven't had long enough to do anything.
5: Yeah. I would like to replant. Please help. Thank you for your help uh et cetera now I don't know what killed her, jasper uh i you know uh
2: can't imagine it's grubs uh, well i can't i can't imagine. didn't she mention she may had a list of things including grubs
5: yeah uh, some no. kind,
2: some kind of a i get- i guess you're guessing what I would guess is some kind of a A fungus situation. Fungus
5: disease in the the soil. Yeah. Now, uh, the first thing that comes to mind that would kill entire beds of of something as tough as Asian jasmine is cotton root rot. Or some other type of fungus. Um, And that's why I asked Trace a while ago. Are there any soil drenches? There used to be some good soil drenches on the market.
7: Well, uh, not the yeah. Uh, that one's going to do. The one we talked about isn't going to help that. Enough. It's uh, for insects.
5: Oh, it's for insects. Okay. Uh, didn't you didn't you say we still have a captan? We do have captan. We have a captan product, so I would I would recommend to her. That she cut cut all the cut the jasmine down. In other words, uh, this is the time of the year to cut your jasmine back uh, before it sprouts in the spr or resprouts in the spring. So cut it down to the ground, and in the areas that she's having a problem. Uh, drench that area with a product called captan C-A-P-T-A-N captan and uh, but if that's that's truly cotton root rot or something like that captan is not going to help but if it's just some other type of uh, some other type of pathogens, fungus uh, in the soil uh, that may help.
2: What is uh, on the the fungicides that we use for the brown patch? What, what, are there other, on the label, are there other funguses that are listed too? That's an easy...
7: Yeah, there are a bunch of different funguses listed, but uh, whether they're, you know, work, and they're not really considered drenches, but they, you can spray them.
2: Yeah. Um, they're usually foliar right. fungus. Oh, really? You, you, we don't have a... Uh, I thought we had some granular. Uh, we used yeah, to
7: have lots of drenches. But they're not drenches. They're the same chemical soaked into mm-hmm. uh, a carrier.
2: So you she, know. if she doesn't have captan, she uh, she can look at all those. She can look at the labels. Yeah. You you if you you think captan is captan is uh, you, yeah. you used it before or seen no, it?
5: No. Oh yeah, that's been on the
2: market yeah. for. Well, I know a I used years. it I used it on the peach. Yeah, on the peach fruit. Street. For every other...
5: But that's the only uh, drench that I'm aware of that's still on the market. Hmm. So she's got a bad problem there because you usually don't think of Asian jasmine dying out like that. So uh, I would uh, drench the whole air with Captain.
2: See what happens. Yeah,
5: see what happens. I was... If we still had vapam, I'd tell her to use vapam in there because I would get rid of uh any insects or fungus disease in there, but we we don't have vapam available anymore
2: I worked for nem- nematodes even didn't it?
5: yeah, it worked for nematodes yeah. and uh it's been
7: gone like thirty years though
5: well we yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember better 30 years ago than I do 30 (laughs) minutes ago. Just
3: checking or (laughs) reminding. All right,
4: 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Again, thanks to everybody who came out. A big success yesterday at the Blood Drive, 55 collections, which means even more folks came out. And tried to give blood, which is great. And it's, folks
2: can go; they can go to the directly to the the blood folks if they want to, because the the shortage continues. And yeah. they'll welcome you if you can. Find Absolutely. The time.
4: If you couldn't give yesterday, you can go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and find out if there's one near you. Uh, if you uh, missed it and you want to be a part of the next one, we'll tell you when it comes up here at Mill Burgers. Once a quarter, they do it. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk more gardening with you right after this on 930 a.m. This is, of course, The Answer.
1: Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 a.m., The Answer, K-L-U-P, Terrell Hills,
0: San Antonio.
9: News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. A man suspected of killing his parents and three other people yesterday in Louisiana, including a woman he was dating, has been captured today after an intense manhunt spanning several states. 21-year-old Dakota Terrio was located in Virginia early today after fleeing the day before. Authorities say he first shot and killed three people. The woman believed to be his girlfriend, her brother and father, in Livingston Parish then drove to neighboring Ascension Parish and killed his parents. What did the government shutdown cost, experts say? Not
1: much. S&P Global Ratings estimates the economy lost $6 billion during the partial government shutdown, and while that sounds sizable in a $19 trillion-plus economy, it's a relatively negligible sum. Most analysts estimate the shutdown will have shaved a few-tenths of
9: a percentage point from first-quarter economic growth. Correspondent Ben Thomas... Meanwhile, with trust in government waning around the world, the boss is looking a whole lot better. In an annual survey of trust in institutions by public relations firm Edelman, 75% of respondents trusted their employer. That's a huge 19 percentage points more than the equivalent trust in business as a whole and 27 points more than governments. Waning trust in public institutions in recent years has accompanied a rise in populist and nationalist politics. The survey also found the largest ever difference in trust in public institutions between wealthier people with college educations and poorer ones without degrees. Jeremy House reporting. At least 20 people were killed and more than 100 wounded today when two bombs tore through a Catholic cathedral on a southern Philippines island where Muslim terrorists have been active. The cathedral in Jolo was packed for Sunday Mass when the first blast went off scattering wooden pews shattering glass and sending churchgoers stampeding for the door. Then a second blast went off in the parking lot. More on these stories at townhall.com.
1: Milburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. we're back with Milburgers gardening South Texas once again dr. Jerry Parsons dr. Calvin Finch Milton Glick and your calls on 9:30 a.m. the answer
4: and welcome back to Millburgers gardening South Texas on a beautiful Sunday afternoon we are sitting on the porch with uh, lots of our gardening friends out here at Millburgers who are uh, shopping for different stuff and uh, walking around just having a good time I'm trying to eyeball. lots of color yeah there is lots of color. It really
2: is pretty. Those pansies and alyssum right there and yeah. Backed up right by in front the snapdragons, yeah. And of course, I, of course over this the, the, I mean alyssum, snapdragons, and then over there are the cyclamen. And are those
4: citrus? Is that what he got a couple of citrus in his cart? Yeah yeah, 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 that looks like it.
2: Might be limes, it looks oh, like.
4: Okay. So come on out here and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And uh, you can ask a gardening question in person or just spend a nice afternoon here uh, enjoying uh, uh, the beautiful nursery and uh, maybe do some dreaming or maybe not dream anymore and get those things that you've been talking about. Uh, All the fruit trees are in. Jerry mentioned the strawberries and how nice they looked. And uh, let's see, uh, the blue bonnets, we mentioned those too.
2: Now, there was a a family, a a man and his uh, two two, uh, children were out there looking for the... uh, Uh, strawberry plant that had the most fruit oh really yeah each one each one was getting their own strawberry plant and yeah they're loaded with fruit um so and they they they, they transplant i mean but they don't miss a a bet when you transplant them carefully into a bigger container or hanging basket or a uh, whiskey barrel or even into the raised bed garden
4: all right, 210-308-8867 is our number. I've got a couple questions for you guys while we wait for the calls to come in. At 210-308-8867. Uh, one, okay, so you know that weed that we'll be complaining about? I think not yet, but pretty soon that the dog drags in. Bad bedstraw. Yeah. Do you have any yet? Yeah. My
5: <laughs> my dog brought in some uh, okay. uh, this weekend, this
2: week.
4: All right, I thought we had some too, but. Laura was asking me, uh, what do we do to get rid of it? And I think we it was something we should have done rather than... Well, yeah.
2: you have a whole bunch of yeah, options. The pre-emergent herbicide, if you would have right. applied that, uh, but it would, let's see, March 1st, end of February. No, no, that's like August. Yeah. So winter weed, that would have, would have prevented it. And now... Jerry has has had good luck if luck if it's in the right place, using the uh, fertile loam.
5: Weed-free zone. Weed-free zone. Oh, just okay. kills it. If yeah. you if you want to nuke it.
2: The other the other thing it's a, it's kind of a, it's not like Bermuda grass picking it. I mean you you can even take a rake, and uh, get most of it, or or you it's kind of a satisfying weed, because you you grab it in a. Big long piece of it comes out. Now, if you got an acre of it, it it's a little <laughs> overwhelming. But if you just got a ten by ten, it's amazing how quickly you can pull that stuff off. So, now it's much much uh, okay. easier to pull than henbit and uh, chickweed, which are bo- all all three of those are going pretty strong right now.
4: And um, I got to figure out. I think could we still have thrips? No. So. Really? Oh no. Okay.
2: So what's our body?
4: Belinda's dream has beautiful buds on it, and they just they aren't opening. They're just kind of sitting there looking bad, and then they turn.
5: Looking bad, and then they they turn brown. Yeah.
4: And we did clip them last year, and they had thrips on them last year.
2: They could have thrips, couldn't they?
4: Um, might early. I was going to say I can cut them and put them in a plastic bag. That's how I saw them last time. Cause yeah. I, I brought you the buds, and they the thrips came out all over the plastic bag. Uh, now the
2: the weather is uh, alternately encouraging them to put new foliage and buds out, and then knocking them knocking them back a bit.
4: Yeah, I wonder if they didn't freeze. Oh, maybe so. Oh, I see. So, yeah, because the buds have been on. Yeah. When we had the freezes.
5: Okay, then uh, that's
2: what. Okay, so
5: just then, cut them. Yeah, just cut them off.
4: Okay, when would th- when would thrips normally come?
2: As soon as the weather stabilizes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably
4: It's okay. a little warmer. Oh, okay, so not too not too far off. So, uh, oh. what do we do to get rid of thrips since we had them last year? I don't remember. <laughs> well, then, this is a
5: new batch this year. Oh, okay. They flow, They fly in.
4: Oh, oh, I see. I didn't know that.
2: So yeah, they too-
5: fly
4: in. Okay.
2: The. Uh, you can use uh, spina uh, Some people use spinosad. In the, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: And
5: spray the buds. Yeah. Spray the uh, new buds. As they,
4: okay. So just, okay. About Let's, every, uh, spinosad, spin- would be good.
5: spinosad every, probably every week. Okay. Uh, every five to seven days. And just spray the buds. All
2: now, right. now our, uh, most of our tough modern roses well, I always seem, mine seem to grow through it, yeah. huh. that, you know, but uh, you. It, by spraying, you eliminate that two- or three-week period when they, you know, you'll get you get a faster, nicer bud, but you don't have to spray
4: Oh, and I need to do a shout-out today at uh, Covenant Presbyterian Church. you going to cuss somebody? No, no, I'm going to say hi, Joe, oh. and uh, Joe uh, found me, and... Uh, Said, "Oh, I I listen to your show. You guys are great. I've been listening a long time and really enjoy it. And so I want to thank Joe for listening. And I asked her what she uh, grew, and she said she grows weeds. Uh. So I was going to try to help her, but I I I grow. You're good at that. I am growing weeds. So Joe, if you if you have a question on how to grow those weeds better, uh, you can call me. Or there you go. We'll have to get Joe some uh, get get her some poppies and see if she can grow those or maybe the blue bonnets yeah she could grow those are weeds are blue bonnets weeds but just kind of change they change status
2: once you get they they have value to you you know i guess you could pretend they were just weeds i don't care about those blue bonnets or whether they bloom and then then they would qualify as weeds
4: so lots of folks uh have caught me we had some people at the blood drive yesterday that must have heard us talking about it and and came by and said hi to me, so that was nice, Good. Greg and his wife. So. Anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867.
5: Speaking of Blue Bonnets, I've uh, got a, a question in. It said, uh, my name is Bo Richard, and my wife is Kristen Carol Abbott. Okay. Uh, granddaughter of Carol Abbott. Wow! We've been trying to hunt down seeds of the Abbott Pink Blue Bonnet for our house and his memorial. I've been unsuccessful in finding it and was given your name and email address and hopefully to get a lead as where I might might be uh, or see if you had any yourself. Any help you can give would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much uh the uh, uh, Carol, uh the Abbott pink blue bonnet uh generated the uh, the maroon blue bonnet in other words it came out of a a planting of uh maroon blue bonnets and it it's a red maroon the, it's a it's a reddish maroon and, uh, when you put the in other words, there's not a lot of demand for the pink once you get the red, reddish maroon. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and there's not a lot of people, well, and the people that are trying to produce the seed have had bad, uh, bad luck with it for the last uh, four or five years. And so, uh, uh, we got some planted this year uh, of course you never know till you harvest it's a harvest season comes around but uh, uh, of the of the maroon now as far as your search for the uh, uh, abbott pink uh, it's not being produced commercially uh, but uh, the prettiest Abbott pink you'll ever see is in is in the red, in the red maroon. So if I were you, uh, you could take this on as a project. Uh, get some uh, red maroon seed the next time they're available, or transplants the next time they're available, and plant red maroon and uh, see if you'll get a pink. Uh, out in the field we get about uh i'm I'm talking about a half an acre of uh of uh m- red maroon we get uh maybe fifteen or twenty beautiful Abbott pink blue bottles.
2: did did he say where he where he was where that uh, that memorial house was what uh, county?
5: I'm assuming they're around Kerrville.
2: Oh, okay. I was just thinking if That's they're... That's where Carol live. Yeah, I was thinking that if you had... To, uh, that might be a project, the Master Gardeners... Yeah. ...who would keep their eye open mm. on the, you know, just on the natural, you know, there... Right, uh, right. There might, there'll be, well, there will be some pink ones that'll show up natural. someplace out there. Mm-hmm. But, it, but then you're back... You, reproducing the uh See, pro- you know. the uh, process that jerry went through to uh, to identify and expand that population but uh if you got some master gardeners in your your area that may be a worthy project yeah to or an eagle scout even because of the of yeah i think carol's uh carol abbott and all the good work he's he's done and uh, i
5: don't i don't think i have any Abbott pink seed i'm pretty sure i no. But uh,
2: so put the, put the word out to whatever uh, garden clubs in that Kerrville mm-hmm. area or master gardeners to save uh,
5: the seed of the pink.
2: Yeah, even that coal, the coal mail Master Gardeners are really an active group. Yeah. you might be uh, you might have a few of them that would uh, enroll in a <laughs> project like that to help you watch for some uh, pink blooms. No.
4: Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Ray, what you
14: know? Hey, doing good. Uh, hey, I got a question, a, kind of like a follow-up a question from last week. Uh, Dr. Parsons was, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, crepe myrtles and how <clears throat> I live out here in Converse and soils about 80% of, small, you know, rock and the rest of it being clay. Um, All right. And I planted seven <clears throat> crepe myrtles, and then, uh, uh, Dr. Parsons, you were talking about the uh, crepe myrtles that you planted for your daughter out in Stone Oak, and uh, All right. and and uh, planted them on top of rock, basically, uh, dug down two inches, and really undesirable right. planting location. I mean, a uh, planting condition, and, and yet, uh, you know, y- you got some really great results i think you said 3 to 4 years you got like 20 feet out of them oh yeah uh, so i my first question is what varieties did you plant and and second question uh how did you fertilize them or take care of them to to get such fast growth out I, of that I kind i planted
5: of uh, i planted several varieties uh i had that white uh, that big big white one uh Natchez, Natchez? Natchez, yeah. Natchez is Natchez. the big white one but almost any crate myrtle will respond that way of course okay. you want to you want to plant uh, of course the, the ones that grow tall are naturally the most vigorous uh, but you you want to uh, select a height, that uh, that you needed them to be at maturity, right? And uh, uh, I, I was just uh, I just had these different varieties available, and so uh, I just planted them all out. Uh, but uh, that's a mistake. In other words, you you want to stick with one, one or two varieties that mature out at the same height.
2: Meet your needs without having to right. prune them. them. So you won't of.
5: ever have to prune them.
2: What did you fertilize them? The
5: way we fertilized them with um, uh, was uh, we fertilized the lawn. And the and the fertilizer, uh, when we fertilized the lawn, I would throw some fer- uh, 1959 slow release fertilizer down on the plants. So they got Slow-release fertilizer, both applied and also uh, washed in from the from the uh, the soil. I mean, from the from the lawn, which was uh, indeed planted on top of solid rock, like like a lot of them do. I think they'd put soil on there. And this was backyard. I think they'd put soil on there, and it had washed away before. Hmm. For for we laid the sod, you know they they put sod in in the front yard,
2: but Enough. they
5: they seldom put it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So the soil, the little soil that they added in the backyard, washed away. So I just planted that grass that uh, it was. Uh, I think I used uh, Zorgia, Zorgia grass. Yeah, uh, it was on top of solid rock, and so uh, and we for, kept it fertilized real well, and so that that's what grew the trees.
14: Wow. And so did you do any, do anything special when it came to pruning? I think you said they came out of like three and a half gallon buckets, so they were fairly tall.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, when I when I planted them, I just planted them right, like I said, right in two inches of soil. And uh, and put, and mounded uh, mounded some uh, uh, compost around the the remaining root ball that was out of the ground, okay. and uh, and uh, made sure that root ball was covered or and stayed covered until uh, they had rooted into the into the rock.
14: Okay. Well, that's that's amazing. That's uh, man to get that much growth. I mean, normally they say like three three feet a year is what you get out of them. But that that's just astounding. You get that yeah. much growth, especially yeah. on top of yeah. a rock.
5: Yeah, it was yeah. it was almost like uh, growing them in containers. I mean, uh, you know, where you where you don't have huh, you don't have the root system in in soil that they can the root system can spread and get nutrients in. Basically, when you grow them on top of a rock like that, uh, you you kind of treat them like they're in containers.
2: Yeah, which which um, means too that you have to watch the water. pretty Oh, close. yeah,
14: yeah. Right, yeah. So you got to got to keep them watered because of yeah. not much soil, no. to hold, hold
2: the moisture. Yeah, yeah. Limited root system until they get you know, penetrate into whatever is available there.
5: But I would get all the same variety and get the variety that wants that will get an ultimate height that you want to achieve
14: well i i got i tell you what i did i they've been in the ground a year and i got six different varieties but they're all the recommended ones for um being uh, uh very good in terms of uh, resistance to uh mildew and all that stuff oh Um,
3: yeah
5: yeah
14: and and uh you know i went down this list that i found online that came out of a&m university and um so i I picked only the ones that were the highest in terms of uh, okay and and um i didn't want any trees where i was going to have to worry about you know eventually leaves getting in the gutters and all that kind of stuff so i i chose all the varieties that were anywhere from 10 to 15 feet uh okay that's perfect yeah, the ones in the front yard, uh, I think uh, those are red rockets. I think those get to, like, 20 feet. Oh, yeah, those and good. That's, and that's fine. I mean, they're they're way far away from the house, so um, that's not going to be a problem. And that, that's probably where I need the most shade because that's where the street's at. So uh, there's going to be a lot more heat coming off the um, asphalt and what have you. But smaller yeah, varieties, red. like I said, 10 to 15 feet in the backyard. Uh, but there's five of them back there uh, just in a regular Size backyard, you know, um, so that should provide some good shade. And
5: yeah, that'll uh, that'll work. Red Rocket's a good variety and pretty red.
14: Yeah, and I planted Queenslace Lace, uh, Sue Zuni, and Centennial are the other ones.
5: There. Okay, yeah, those are all good.
14: And uh, Valour, pink velour So uh, yeah,
5: right, right.
14: It should be a pretty backyard once they once they get established. I'm hoping I have enough. I, like I
5: agree. I think it'll be pretty.
14: Uh, so, all you right. Did well, thank you did good. Thank you so much. Thanks, sir. the information. Alrighty. All you right. You
5: take care. You're welcome. Bye, Ray. Bye, all right.
4: Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven 210 308 is our number. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. There's it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulforte Road. On behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and supporting the blood drive this weekend at Millburgers. It was a big success, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you couldn't come out and you just want to know when the next one is... Well, you keep your eyes tuned to millburgernursery.com. Keep visiting and you'll find out all the things that are happening at Millburgers. For instance, you'll find out about the big rodeo fun day at Millburgers on February 16th. Face painting, a petting zoo, pony rides, the Texas Weather Band playing all kinds of great country western music, food, and the big star, the 2019 rodeo tomato. By the way, the Rodeo Tomato will be available, and when you purchase it on the 16th, the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardener's Youth Gardens Program. For more information, you know where to go, MilbergerNursery.com.
6: This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded, a call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life, a call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and The Revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 930 AM, The Answer.
1: Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose make 2019 the year you go to the holy land get complete details and sign up for stand with israel 2019 at 9 30 a.m the answer.com that's 9 30 a.m the answer.com
7: take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of
1: one to ten. One is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades a college
11: degree and a good job in corporate america 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley radio show. Dell, self-made millionaire and
1: founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley show, weeknights at 9 on 930
10: AM, the answer.
8: Hi. This is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147.
4: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer, 210 308 210 308 One of our regulars and a friend of the show, uh, Billy, uh, came by, mm-hmm. and uh, he was asking a poppy question. Um, do we want to talk yeah,
5: about Well, he, w- he was wanting to know, he, play- he had some poppies in his backyard. And uh, then he planted some at the church, in a church bed. And I guess they just came up because they they were small. Yeah, he said they and were. And he'd been watching them.
4: As compared to his. Yes, compared to Which were to coming to his. up naturally, yeah.
5: Yeah, which are coming up naturally. They do that all the time. We used to plant blue bonnets and things at the, at the uh, uh, basically blue bonnets at uh, Wild Seed Farms out in their demonstration bed and uh, we'd get some nice plants and put them out there and fix up the soil and everything. The ones that came up in the granite walkway were always twice the size, or three times the size of the ones that we'd gone to all the trouble to
4: plant. How interesting.
5: Because they, you know, they've they've already got an established root system, okay. and uh, and when you when you transplant something, you lessen the, you decrease the uh, root system. So uh, they've been laying there, uh, sitting there, getting uh, getting nutrients and everything, and expanding their root system. And uh, so when the weather gets right. They'll be a lot bigger than your transplant. Now, uh, speaking of bluebonnets, uh, 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 Dr. Larry Stein and I uh, spent all most of the Thursday, day of Thursday hoeing out the blue bo- hoeing out the weeds from the bluebonnets. It was mainly henbit, uh, one with a little purple flower. Uh. out the blue bonnets at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And, uh, now is the time to, uh. weed out your blue bonnets. Right, hoe out the, uh. hen bit and other weeds around your blue bonnet plant. Be sh- be careful that you can, uh. identify the blue bonnet and don't hold the blue bonnets out. Uh out of about uh three hours of hoeing i chopped out uh ford blue boxes. and i i put out a I put out a big yell scream every time i did it stein, i do the same dr stein thought i was <laughs> having a heart attack over there or something he said what happened what happened i said I just chopped out a bluebonnet.
2: It's hard not to get in a kind of a day a daze. <laughs> yeah, <end>. yeah. <laughs> and but, then, uh, then you look and you see that pathetic poor <laughs> cut bluebonnet.
5: But anyway, uh, it's time to weed your weeds because bluebonnet is a Texas state weed, and uh, so you want to get rid of that hen bed, which it, it will out outgrow it, overgrow it uh the blue bonnets and uh I'm telling you now before they start uh start pushing you know their their new growth and and expanding their new growth they'll grow better if you will, will weed them now
2: now it doesn't have to be perfect weeding
5: no no uh,
2: yeah because you're you're talking about a a blue bonnet that's going to or another wildflower that's going to make some kind of presence in bloom whether you weed it or not but with a little help you give it a little help that give it that little edge and then yeah. you just get a you just get a, a better performance so yeah it doesn't you don't have to get down there hands and knees and do the whole acre or anything and no. uh,
5: and we're we're trying to increase the whites uh, we've had trouble the last two or three years uh, increasing the whites uh, the first one we—that uh, was the first one we got, even before Abbott Pink.
2: And uh, it's kind of an interesting experiment when you uh, some of your patches where you con- you know concentrate a little more attention on weeding and everything on this particular area, and then an area that just grows naturally. You you know with the weeds and the whole thing. Yeah. So, so a little experiment. So you. People out there, our, our listeners could uh, just pick a little area if they want to just experiment and see what happens when you weed. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And we were we were looking at the whites the other day there, there over at the greenhouse in, uh, in uh, prepared planting beds, and we noticed <clears throat> that the blue bonnets were along the edges of the, the plant prepared bed were drying out. And the ones in the middle, of course, had deeper soil and uh, weren't drying out because they weren't on the edges and they were looking perfectly fine. So to grow a successful bluebon transplant, you, you've got to watch the water too uh that that little rain we what did you say you had three tenths
2: three tenths at the most yeah no that's not going
5: to do it for uh, uh blue bonnets on a shallow soil so if we if you hadn't had rain in uh, in a couple of weeks uh and they'll wilt the blue bonnets will actually wilt you don't want them to wilt but uh you might d- dig around uh, the, in your blue-bodied bed and make sure you have plenty of moisture there. And you don't want to overwater either. But uh, they need to be kept uh, with good moisture. Uh, we, in fact, we in the commercial fields, uh, we always plant them where we can water them. Uh, that, that's very important to, to, to provide supplemental water.
2: It's no wonder he irritates native plant growers. <laughs> and wild, they, they 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 go from being a a weed to a uh, yeah, cultivated uh,
4: tampered plant. <laughs> And yeah, okay. 308 Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
5: You love giving that number. I do. Makes you. me
4: feel important. Okay. <laughs>
5: I uh, had a question then, said uh, I had to unfortunately have a 36 year old Arizona ash tree cut down due to causing too many difficult different damages from broken limbs.
2: Which is a typical experience with the 36 Ari- years old Arizona yeah. ash, yeah.
5: Uh, it did at one time provide a lot of shade in the front front of the house. Anyway, I was wondering what might be a good shade tree to reinstall in its place. That's a fast grower. Uh, would like would like one that doesn't drop too many too much leaves. A tree that doesn't drop too much leaves. Since we have two Texas red oaks in the backyard. It keeps me pretty overwhelmed in leaves every fall. Now see I can't understand that. I've got a red oak in my backyard. <laughs> and and I wrecked a year a uh, That might in be three your years. yeah,
2: it might be your neighbor that's getting <laughs> Well I've got a
5: Thanks in advance for any uh suggestions and uh Forest recommended uh, Monterey Oak, Mexican white oak.
2: Or uh, cedar. cedar elm yeah i was just admiring the cedar elms in my neighborhood uh uh this morning when i was walking uh, tilly Uh just uh you know they've got that almost an oak shape yeah uh, and they grow large they don't grow quite as fast as the uh arizona ash or the uh red oak but pretty close and they're uh they drop their leaves, but the leaves are tiny, mm-hmm. and you you know you talk about the leaves disappearing. They certainly do disappear. That so.
5: Montere- that Monterey oak's a good tree.
2: Yeah, it is. So attract Now, what do we say about them dropping leaves? They occasionally drop leaves. If they'll they'll drop if a in a situation where we get a droughty fall sometimes or yeah, kind of like live oaks, but not. Not as uh, reliable a, a drop in the spring, right? But they grow, yeah. They grow pretty fast. Yeah, attractive.
4: Mark is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Mark. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
10: Greetings and salutations, all. This is Mark Peterson.
2: <laughs> oh, we would never would have guessed. No. <laughs> Such
5: a. I I had the enjoy the opportunity to sit and chat with Mark uh yesterday You were for a, yeah two or three hours.
2: Did you? Yeah. And you're still as perky as you are, huh? Yeah. I well, made it through. Uh, Mark we are uh, Go ahead.
10: I was good. I gonna say I wanted to thank Jerry for, for helping out. That was wonderful. The crowd really loved uh him. Yeah, not too much me.
4: uh, I'm sure they love both of you equally.
2: (laughs) How come you're going going in and out, Mark?
10: Uh, Well, I was uh, illegally talking to you while I was uh, driving, so now I'm I'm off the road. Now he's pulled over. Good.
2: That's good. That's better.
4: That Bluetooth device just doesn't work as well as it could.
2: So, as soon as you finish giving us your information, we've got a question to answer. Oh, okay.
10: All right, yeah, uh, uh, I was just also wondering, uh, Jerry had a bunch of questions that were uh, distributed by the crowd or given to him by the crowd, and so I wonder if uh, he had any ones that kind of stumped you all yesterday.
5: No, we, we were having troubles yesterday, so I didn't get to use them. Well, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday guess, we were stumped. Yeah, Had to get on the air. I guess I use them uh, next week. We uh, yeah, their fruit, fruit tree, fruit tree questions.
2: Yeah, and then the week before we had lots of uh, oak quilt questions. Yeah, and comments. Yeah, I,
10: I was listening in, and I thought y'all handled them very well. So I wasn't going to jump into the fray.
2: Oh, you aren't. Uh, so, so you're are you you're not going to make a comment about that? Uh, the claim that's getting more and more common that uh, if you uh, improve the environment of your live oak trees and uh, and uh, include more organic uh, treatments that you will, you will actually cure oak wilt or at very least prevent it?
10: Uh, I am going to give my diplomatic answer. No good. Okay. There is no... Empirical evidence to date that such uh, amendments actually help a primary fungal disease.
5: We don't need no (laughs) stinking evidence. Evidence (laughs) 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 And that's the
10: way I usually do it. No empirical (laughs) evidence. But you know, times are changing and there could be some in the future.
4: Have you seen any, are you aware of any, or seen any anecdotal evidence of someone that's said that it helped them?
10: Yes. Oh, you have? But it's, anecd- but, but it's anecdotal. Okay. Uh, so this, so, um, and we always have to remember there is a approximately 18 to 20% natural survival rate. How many no trees, percent?
2: Uh, get over. 18. 18 to 20. 18, 18 to
10: 20.
4: One in
2: five. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then, no, and then, I, uh, and also, I think. I think you agree with us, Mark. That anything that you can do to improve the environment of a uh, for a tree and the the planting <laughs> site is is desirable to do. But I, I like your sta- yeah. I like your statement. There's no direct uh, evidence that indicates that means you're less likely to have. Uh, oak-willed if it's in a susceptible situation
10: there is a lot of secondary pathogens uh hypoxia is one of them uh that we have um with good basic maintenance and management would would take care of that so yeah by all means let's keep them uh well watered uh nutrition compost mulch all that and that would take care of a lot of things.
2: How about we are also seeking? Uh, <laughs> we we're not sure who the uh, our Texas Forest Service so, since you left and then Mark Duff left. Who's the who's our representative now? Urban uh, Forester.
10: I, uh, I think Mark Cruz is taking over most everything. Uh, we do have a new. Uh, I believe it's a woman up in Kerrville. I do not know her name. I just met her once, uh, who's handling a lot of the Hill Country Oakville duties.
2: Okay, and does that include the San Antonio Oakville duties, do you think?
10: Um, I don't know how they divided it. Uh, we had Mark and myself, Mark Duff and myself, handling the Hill Country and San Antonio, respectively. I do not know how the Texas A&M Forest okay. Service is doing it now.
2: Okay, we'll do. But that's we'll make okay. some inquiries. Because
10: there's only one thing to know in regard to Oakwood. Yes. Only one thing. What does Mark say? And that's the only thing you have to know.
4: Paint the wounds. <laughs> oh, <just laughs> only, a guess. Oh,
10: I'm the expert. Uh, yeah, paint wounds, paint wounds. Always paint the wounds.
4: Okay. Is that the one thing you always say? Yes. Did, did I get it right? So, okay.
10: So, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> All right.
3: Okay.
4: When in doubt.
2: Yeah, but it, it's kind of late though. When you got a tree showing uh, oak wilt symptoms in your yard, and uh, painting the wounds might is uh, yeah. not going to do much. Yeah.
10: The the one thing I always tell everybody is I tried to identify uh, every oak wilt center in the six county area around here uh, back in the '80s. And uh, a couple years ago, they tried to make sure that they had all the Oakville centers identified. Guess what? I had about 98% of them originally identified in the 80s, which means there's not a whole lot of new centers out there. Well,
3: that's good. we have been doing good. a
10: great job. Now, the existing centers that identified back in the 80s, they have spread, but... There's not not a lot of new centers being uh, created
2: out there. That's yeah. good. Well, that might. Sure. Be. It's kind of an interesting thought that 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 was kind of a, a droughty period. Mm-hmm. And you know that you know that might make you think. Well, gosh, uh, conditions were not ideal for plant growth, so we should have maybe seen more more of those kind of stress related and you know maybe oak wilt is not stress related you know which is which is what our what the basic thought is i think as opposed to hypoxilin or something in terms Correct. of uh, yeah. you can see a direct relationship between stress with hypoxilin and it's much harder to see or if you can even see a, a stress related to oak wilt so thanks sir
10: well, I just uh, heard you guys, and I actually did hear you yesterday, and uh, yeah. you did a valiant.
4: A effort lot of people you. didn't hear it yesterday. Valiant is a great way to describe the <laughs> You the show. made a
10: valiant effort at it, and uh, I, I bless you and thank you. And it's so good to hear <laughs> thank you, Mark. You on the radio again, back on the radio again.
4: Yeah, well, come by and visit with us again.
10: Uh, I shall. I shall.
4: Okay we got to take a break while Thanks, we Mark. do. Uh, give us a call at yeah. 210-308-8867. Richard, you hang on the line a sec. We're going to come to you right after the break, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of Millburgers, on behalf of the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and on behalf of your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and supporting the blood drive this weekend at Millburgers. It was a big success, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you couldn't come out and you just want to know when the next one is... Well, you keep your eyes tuned to milburgernursery.com. Keep visiting and you'll find out all the things that are happening at Millburgers. For instance, you'll find out about the big rodeo fun day at Millburgers on February 16th. Face painting, a petting zoo, pony rides, the Texas weather band playing all kinds of great country western music, food, and the big star, the 2019 Rodeo Tomato. By the way, the Rodeo Tomato will be available, and when you purchase it on the 16th, the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program.
0: For more information, you know where to go, millburgernursery.com. You own a local business, or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best run your business while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com, connecting you with new customers.
1: Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930 Theanswer.com.
10: If you're looking to replace the windows in your home, Advanced Custom Windows has a great deal for you. Purchase a voucher valued at $17,100 for the marketplace value price of $10,000. Minimum 12 windows and a maximum of 18. See clearly from
11: your home thanks to Advanced Custom Windows. Additional windows can be purchased at an additional cost. At
10: the
1: Marketplace page at 930AMTheAnswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now, here's syndicated columnist
6: Gal Thomas. President Trump now says he will wait until the partial government shutdown is over before delivering a State of the Union address. Some say he's caved to Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who withdrew her invitation for him to speak. So where are we in all this? 800,000 federal employees remain off work, missing a second paycheck. Sure, they'll eventually be paid, but many have bills that are due now, including mortgage or rent payments. Members of Congress get paid, but this is all about politics and their respective liberal and conservative bases. It all reminds me of a popular song from years ago. The games people play every night and every day, never saying what they mean, never meaning what they say, while they while away the hours in their ivory towers till they're covered up with flowers in the back of a black limousine. That fits the current mess in Washington, don't you think? God sits in his heaven and laughs. The rest of us put our head in our hands or tune out. It's pathetic. I'm Cal Thomas.
4: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Richard's up first. We got a couple calls, so Richard, let's get, let's help you right now at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Richard. What's going on? How you doing? Good.
2: Question. That's After cool. listening to you guys talk about pelletized vegetable seeds, I went and ordered me some carrot seed.
3: Okay. Are you sure I have
2: I garden
1: in
8: earth boxes. Okay. I left the soil from the the summer, and I noticed a lot of winter weeds. So what's the safest way that's not going to kill those weeds without contaminating the soil that I plan to put carrots in?
5: Just pull the the weeds up.
2: Carrots are already planted, I take it. No,
5: not yet. Not yet. Oh. Oh. And you got pelletized seeds. Uh Uh-huh. So just... Pull the pull pull the weeds that you see germinating yeah. up, and uh, you you wouldn't want to use any type of herbicide or anything in there. And
2: in the, the soil s- box, and the soil is not is pre- it's pretty loose there, so it should yeah. be relatively easy to get. Yeah, get yeah there's a lot weeds. of tiny clover. I I guess my question is, uh, I was thinking of putting them in a uh, contractor grade
1: trash bags that are very thick black if
2: i left those in the sun for a couple of days would it cook those weeds i don't think so burn the weed i mean cook
5: them i don't solarize think so. them. I
2: guess
5: not no. at this time of the year
3: okay They'd get I hot, hot enough.
5: Me <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just pull them up uh, Arty- pull them up by the clumps oh that's what we that. did around Arty- the blue bonnets now okay, is sir? that
2: is that structure uh limit you use of a hole you know your planting structure there. Can you? It just seems like the soil is be nice and loose. Yeah, and you should be. Able should
5: be. To, shouldn't be a problem. Okay.
2: when they're pulling.
4: that small.
2: Thank you much. Okay, okay,
4: Thank you, for calling in. You take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Don't plant those carrots too deep. Abby's up next at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, Abby?
11: So I wanted to ask you guys. I I agree on the needing to paint all your wounds for oak wilt, but. Is there a special tool that you can buy to get the spray paint can up real high where you can't, when you can't be in the tree? How do you do I think that? There
4: is.
2: Well, they've. Does, I know some of the, the landscape. Uh, I mean, the uh, arborists. They've got that kind of equipment.
5: You can buy. Uh, uh, you can buy. Uh, uh, I don't know if I, we have them here or not. So I, in my. Back of my mind, I seem to think we have them here. That uh, that you put on a pole, you put a put a little device on a pole. Yeah. That sprays. That you use a spray can in, and it sprays in. in, in Has it got a trigger? Uh, yeah, right. it's got Perfect. a trigger on it. Yeah. yeah it can, I mean, can you I, find out if so you sell
11: that at Milburgers and let us know? I
4: I can't remember. What it seemed like we do. I think I think we've talked about it too. Yeah. I'll give out the number, but we'll ask Trace, too. But if you call 210-497-3760, they'll tell you. But, yeah, we'll okay, ask Trace perfect. as well. Thanks. Okay, thank you.
3: Thank cool, you that was easy.
4: Thanks. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. And Evelyn is on the line. Hey, Evelyn, how are you doing? Evelyn, are you there? <laughs> there she is.
2: She's out there fertilizing are her, you playing uh, tricks on horse 07? herb.
11: Uh, anyway, I've got a. I have porta weed and it's got all these long tails, you know, where the where it blooms. Do I cut yeah. them off now, or what do I do with it?
2: You cut you cut cut them off now, or did you're going She's to cut? She's got
5: port-a-weed. Yeah, but she got those bloom uh, deals on there.
2: You and mean? She... Are you? Say, say again do what you want those to do. Off? Yeah, those they're they're dead. I mean, from the freeze, just like you would do a. Poinciana or uh, Esperanza or something, you just cut, a, cut them off. Some of them will sprout from the roots, and some of them will have been uh, killed by the, the the freeze.
11: The plant is still alive. i have it in a big pot oh. in the greenhouse.
2: Oh, oh okay. yeah. Well, then make sure that that plant, if those stems are still alive, you can just leave them.
11: Yeah. So just leave them on there, and they'll bloom again? No? That's
2: that's our theory yeah we i don't jerry or i have not experienced having them <laughs> live through the winter so but uh you know you know you will generally like uh the, the this coral porter weed last year for the longest time it just didn't bloom but then they come come fall suddenly all those long stems were cut were had the blooms on them mm-hmm. so i suspect that's what will happen to yours
11: so just leave them alone then. See what they do. Yeah, you
2: can. Now, if there's some, if some of the branches are unattractive, you can you could kind of you could take a few out. But uh-huh. um, but I think I think that's what you'll get. You'll get a, a re a rebloom on those stems.
5: They probably initiate more flower stalks
2: too. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and then uh, can I do another
11: one? Sure. Uh, I heard you say that the poppies out at the wall seed farm—you called them California poppies. I thought California poppies were orange or yellow.
5: Uh, this is a selection. This is not California
2: poppies. Yeah, you're right. They are the—they're they're, they're kind of a golden.
5: Yeah. yeah. Poppy. But these—these these were these—these these maroon poppies were selected out of a, a red. Poppy that we collected uh, up around uh, uh, the
2: Johnson estate up in the hill country. Is this kind of, it's kind of the same as the Icelandic?
11: I have not a lot the same as the opium poppy. And they call them no. Flanders poppies.
4: Yeah, that's what I've heard of them called Flanders poppies? Right.
11: The f- okay.
2: These thought, are not Flanders. No, poppies. the Flanders are the little f- kind of small red ones. Oh, okay. One. Yeah. Uh,
5: the, uh, Wild Teach farm sells of flanners. yeah, farm. that's what Evelyn has
3: Well,
4: she
11: I got zucches of, of them in my garden, and I'm gonna to have to chop some of them out if I want to plant vegetables. <laughs> oh
2: no, Let's darn,
11: darn poppies! Bugs. I have one of them that's blooming already.
5: Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, John, they, they have them at Seed Farms out in front of their uh, their uh, sales shop. I saw and, uh, one
11: time when you had them in the flag.
5: That's right, that's right and uh they uh they're interesting thing about it uh when they blew they bloom all all at once and uh if we have the problem with those is if we have a high wind <laughs> i've been up th- up there where those blue those pedals petals are blowing across mm. uh two ninety the highway two ninety there. Uh-huh. Of course, that disturbs John Thomas because he wanted him to yeah. stay showy for the longest period of time. But uh, a high wind will,
4: will blow those pedals off. Huh. Yeah. Evelyn, I'm going to try to take one more caller, okay?
11: Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Evelyn. Bye. Evelyn. It yeah, Evelyn. Thanks for Good talking
4: to you. And Albert's going to be the, get the last word of the day And Albert, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
11: Doing fine. How are you
0: all?
4: Good. What's going on?
0: Just real quick, the gentleman that called earlier, and I know he called last week also on his crape myrtles, uh, yep. he named some varieties that are dwarfs. They're not going to get past five feet because he named one centennial. And I have a centennial in one of my pots, It's but it's a dwarf crape myrtle.
10: So it's never going to grow past uh, more than three or four, maybe five
0: feet.
5: Yeah, he old. he said he uh, went on, took, uh, took his varieties off of... Uh a listing of them, that, uh, and he picked all the ones that would get 8 to 10, yeah, 8 to 10 okay. feet tall.
2: Yeah, I, ten yeah, ten, yeah, you were right, though. He did but mention the centennial.
10: The yes. It's a purple
0: bloom, but I've had them in my containers. I, It's going to be so small, it's not going to get past uh, being container size. So I'll okay. he's still paying attention, but he better double-check that list. <laughs>
5: okay, cool. cool. Thank, Thank, you, you, Thank you, Albert. Thank you for calling.
0: Yep, see, we
4: got see nice listings. You, too. Bye-bye. You, Thank too. You. Take care
10: uh-huh. you All
4: right, y'all take care. Bye. bye, Albert. All right, we just bye bye. got about a minute left. Anything you want to bring up? No. Uh, uh, oh, the, the Gardening Essentials is this Oh, yeah. It's it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah.
5: That's right. Thank you for coming
4: Yeah, it wasn't last weekend. It's this weekend. Noon to 3 p.m.
3: To...
5: Noon to 3 p.m., and they've got two pretty good speakers. It's got the San Antonio Garden Center on um. Thirty-three ten uh, North New Braunfels. Besides and the
2: speakers, you also get can uh, figure uh, see what's happening in uh, gardening volunteers, and you can become part of that organization if you right. want to.
4: There you go. All right. Uh, for more information, go to gardeningvolunteers.org. We're going to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank you for listening and being a part of the show. But guess what? We're back next weekend. We'll tell you more. Maybe. About... No, we'll be back.
3: Oh,
4: <laughs> it
2: will it be <laughs> February then?
4: It will be yeah. February then. So thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all your calls on the air and making it sound so good. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you back here next Saturday at Millburger 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And you'll listen to us on The Answer